It hasn't been the easiest year for federal employees, caught up as many were in the political crossfire and a historically long government shutdown. But that didn't deter them from carrying out their agency's missions. And now the best of the best finalists in the Service to America medals have been announced by the Partnership for Public Service. Joining me with highlights of this year's program, Partnership President and CEO Max Steyer. Max, good to have you on. Great to be here. Thank you. First of all, give us, as you do every year, the background on the Service to America Medals program. There's always new people coming in and uh, may not realize the importance and import of these medals. Well, thank you for that opportunity. Uh, the starting point is to recognize that no organization gets better if all you do is kick it. And if we want our government to perform at its best, we need to recognize exceptional work that is being done every day. Uh, and that's the goal of the Samuel J. Heyman Service to America Medals. We try to identify the most innovative feds who are helping the American public in extraordinary ways. And it has really become the Oscars of government service. It's phenomenal. This is 18 years running. Every year, we identify just an extraordinary group of people. One of the reasons we started the program was to help tell the story of our government to the broader American public. One thing we've learned since is that while we need to do that, we also need to make sure that people inside the federal government know about the great work that their colleagues are doing. Only about half of the federal workforce thinks that their good work is recognized. And one of the ways we will make government better is if we create a recognition culture, if we help uh, others uh, make sure that they're looking out for good things that are happening and uh, making sure that they're honoring them and, and raising the, uh, those stories so that those people can be recognized and others can follow their lead. And review for us how people get nominated and how they get into the finalist category. So the uh, nomination process is very simple. All that someone has to do, and when I say someone, we will accept nominations from anybody except for self-nominations, is to go to our website at servicetoamericamedals.org, and folks can nominate a colleague, someone they've heard about, uh, whoever it might be. Um, We get uh, anywhere from 300 to 500 nominations a year. Uh, it is, again, challenging to communicate throughout the government. So I'm sure there are corners that we have not yet touched, but we try hard to talk to every uh, avenue we possibly can to, to get these nominations. Once we have them all, we actually use um, the former honorees, the SAMEs, finalists and winners, as well as staff people of the partnership to do a you know, very intensive public sourcing of the, of the nomination. So we go out and we look uh, at all the information that might be available. Usually the, the, the past uh, honorees themselves are very familiar either with the subject matter or with the agency or often with the people themselves. So they offer a lot of good input on that. And we um, then uh, come up with a, a group of around this year, 26 uh, from 20 different agencies, 15 states, as well as the District of Columbia uh, and, and Haiti, uh, someone who's, who's there. Uh, we come up with a group um, that are categorized by uh, different subject areas, although we also have a career achievement medal as well. Um, and this year, actually, there's a special thing associated with that because we are naming it in honor of Paul Volcker, who has really been the uh, premier public servant, public voice on the importance of, of public service. So we're naming the Career Achievement war- Award after him. Um, but we come up with a 26, and they're all honorees. They are honored at a breakfast, which we are hosting shortly here. Uh, and then we have a, a group of judges uh, that are made up of members of Congress, uh, foundation presidents, corporate CEOs, uh, top media figures who ultimately choose 
the winners from that group, although I will say that uh, each and every one of the 26 uh, is a winner. I mean, they're extraordinary people, and to distinguish between them is, is really pretty much impossible. We're speaking with Max Steyer, president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service, and something you pointed out I think is worth uh, emphasizing, and that is that not everything fantastic that the government does happens in Washington. In fact, yes. most of the uh, people are not here in D.C. Yes. I mean, 85 percent of the workforce is outside of D.C., so you're entirely correct. The, you know, the federal government is uh, doing all kinds of important things in literally every county of this country, as well as pretty much every country in the world. So uh, the work is being done everywhere. Um, it's wrong to equate the federal government with Washington, D.C. And I think you saw that a bit in the shutdown where uh, you saw local stories about federal employees all across the country. And I would say that's pretty much the only silver lining, uh, if there were any at all, uh, from what was really a horrendous um, uh you know, self-immolation. It really was uh, burning down our own house with the shutdown. So you raised that earlier. The truth is that it does make this event even more important this year. Um, federal employees have had many, many challenges. There really is none worse than uh, shutting down the government. Uh, the people that are in the federal workforce are there uh, because of the mission. And pretty much the worst thing you can do to someone who is mission-oriented is to say, you can't do your job. And that, that's what the shutdown meant for them. And looking at this year's crop of finalists, how would you characterize them? Anything stand out that seems to give a sense about this particular group? So I think every year I'm always astonished. I will admit that the first year we did this, I was blown away and thought, wow, this is amazing. And we're in trouble year two because we've done all the great stories that are out there. Year two rolled around and I had the same reaction, which is unbelievable. And we're in trouble uh, because we've done all the, the stories that we didn't get in year one or year two. And now we're at year 18. And I would say, if anything, the stories are at least, if not stronger than we've ever had before. My hope is that part of it has to do with the fact that uh, we're getting more people aware of the program. Um, but they're great. And there always are some uh, sort of themes that come out. For me, one of the interesting uh, pieces that I'm seeing more and more of is the value of data in creating real value in, the, in, in these jobs. So you have many examples of people who are taking advantage of new capability and availability of big data to uh, improve performance. Um, one of my favorite examples there is a team from the VA uh, that took the time that it, it's required to do the uh, for veterans, their benefits, uh, down from two months to six minutes. And it really was, again, a, a data-driven story or uh, our Alan, a, an oceanographer at the Coast Guard, uh, is someone who has been studying his whole life um, how modeling programs for predicting where people uh, lost at sea should be found. So you see, you know, occasionally amazing footage of someone being rescued. Well, the reason why the rescuers were looking where that person was is because of Art Allen. And again, it's all about data. So that's one thematic that I think is real strong this year. But you get everything uh, and some great, great, you know, stories. Uh, one gentleman I thought has been fantastic, and I, I went there myself, but Bob Cabana and his team at the Kennedy Space Center has, has really transformed, uh, you know, the Kennedy Space Center, which was in trouble uh, with the loss of the space shuttle, but is back and now has become, you know, one of the most major players for uh, both um, public and, and private commercial launches. Uh, so it's a great transformation story. Another one that I love is a gentleman, Osama Alissi, from uh, the 
APHIS, the uh, Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service at Agriculture. Um, he has uh, created a plan that has been, resulted in uh, the eradication uh, in, in the entire, entire United States of the pink bollworm, uh, which has been a true menace for cotton. So again, you see so many stories about you know, predators uh, and, and taking over different parts of our ecosystem. And here's a guy who figured out how to get rid of one of them. So again, the stories go on and on. There are 26 of them. I hope people will go to serviceamericamedals.org uh, website, um, and they'll find just amazing, amazing stories of people who uh, deserve our thanks. Max Steyer is president and CEO of the Partnership for Public Service. As always, thanks so much. Thank you so much. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. And in coming weeks, we'll be interviewing many of the finalists right here on the Federal Drive. Listen on demand by subscribing at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.